to learn what it was that Thurston found so amusing in what should have been a straightforward matter of business. He studied his father's lean, elegant profile in the light of the flames on the hearth. Thurston was in his mid-fifties. His thick, dark hair was streaked with silver, but he still captured the attention of every female who came within his sphere. It was not only the power Thurston wielded as one of Henry II's favoured barons that made him an object of interest to the female of the species Gareth knew. It was also Thurston's handsome face and form that made him attractive to women. Thurston's skill at seduction, employed quite freely in his younger days, both before and after his arranged marriage, had been legendary. Gareth's mother, the youngest daughter of a noble family in the South, had been one of his many conquests. As far as Gareth knew, he was his father's only adult illegitimate offspring. If there had been others over the years, none had survived infancy. To Thurston's credit, and his wife's thinly disguised displeasure, he had done his duty by his bastard son. He had acknowledged Gareth from the start. Gareth had been raised by his mother until the age of eight. During those years, Thurston had been a frequent visitor to the quiet manor house, where Gareth and his mother had gone to live. But when Gareth had turned eight, the age when the sons of nobles went into training for knighthood, his mother had announced that she intended to take the veil. There had been a fierce argument. Gareth would never forget his father's rage. But his mother had been adamant, and in the end she had won. Thurston had even provided the magnificent dowry that had made the convent more than happy to accept Gareth's mother as an officiate. Thurston had taken his bastard son home to Beckworth Castle. He had seen to Gareth's education as a knight, with the same care and diligence that he had applied to the rearing of his legitimate sons and his heir, Simon. Thurston's wife, Lady Loris, beautiful, cold, and proud, had had no option but to tolerate the situation. Perhaps not unnaturally, however, she had not gone out of her way to make young Gareth welcome in the household. Deeply aware of his status as an outsider, missing the studious contemplative atmosphere of his mother's household, Gareth had poured all his energies into his training with lance and sword. He had practiced endlessly, seeking an elusive satisfaction in a quest for perfection. When he was not honing his fighting skills, he had sought out the solitude of the library of the local Benedictine monastery. There he had read anything and everything that Brother Andrew, the librarian, had given him. By the time he was seventeen, Gareth had studied a wide variety of subjects. He had delved into treatises on mathematics and optics that had been translated from the Greek and Arabic by Gerard of Cremona. He had pondered Aristotle's theories of the four elements, earth, water, air, and fire. He was fascinated by Plato's writings on astronomy, light, and matter. Gareth's interests in scholarly subjects had never proven to be of much practical use, but his skills as a knight and as a commander of men had enabled him to carve out a lucrative career for himself. Many a powerful lord, including his own father, had considerable use for a man who knew how to hunt the thieves and marauding renegade knights who were a constant threat to their remote estates and manners. The business of snaring outlaws paid well, and Gareth was adept at it. He had never been particularly enamoured of the profession, 
but he was a man of means, thanks to his talent with the sword. He could not, however, satisfy his smouldering desire for lands of his own. Only his liege lord, his father, could grant him the manor that would make him a landed knight. Four days ago, Gareth had received Thurston's summons to Beckworth Castle. Tonight he had learned that his greatest wish was about to be fulfilled. It only required that he accept a lady with a blemished reputation as his wife. It was a small price to pay for gaining the one thing he craved most in the world. Gareth was accustomed to paying for what he wanted. How old is the Lady of Desire? he asked. Let me think. Claire would be three and twenty now, I believe, Thurston said. Gareth frowned. And still unwed? I am told that she has no great wish to be wed, Thurston said. Some women do not, you know. Your own mother, for example.